Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 124 of the Big Planet Comics Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the most comprehensive oh. podcast on the internet. About comics. On, about comics. Oh, comics? <laughs> I thought it was everything. Um, yeah, so my name is Kevin. I'm Nick. I'm Jared. And uh, yeah, we're here doing the thing. It is uh, the week of October 14th. Yeah. New Comics Day, Wednesday. Appropriate. Appropriate. Uh, but so you one know, of the worst times of the year for me. Why is oh? that? It's like four days after my birthday. Oh, because uh, it's, three, it's 361 days till your new birthday. Because I'm old. <laughs> hey, you, you had a birthday. Yeah. I Jared did. and I did not attend did your birthday party. Did not attend my birthday. Oh, That's tried, all right. It's to. understandable. It's far away. In is the, it far away? Yeah, far away enough for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't venture past like uh, the street. <laughs> um, well, I was supposed to go to Philly and then it fell through. So it was a whole a whole thing. A whole, but, a whole uh, debacle. Yeah, a whole debacle. So, But how was your birthday party, Nick? Yeah. It was great. What'd you do? Uh, sang karaoke. Of course. It was fun. Wait, wait, wait. Drunk. What was your go-to this time? Did you have a, a great one? I sang a bunch of songs. I know, but what was like your, you I think your know, best? I was probably too drunk to remember. No. Uh, I did a couple Prince songs. That's a good. Wow. That's, when, when That's an ambitious. That's good. Nice. That fun. Purple Rain again. Karaoke? I, I love doing Purple Rain. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Yeah, I got really drunk and then uh, went to back, back to my house. We all drank there and then I woke up in the morning really, nice. really, really late. I see a theme here. Everyone liked hanging out with you. It was fun. I like hanging out with Nick. We're going to hang out after this podcast and play yeah. video games. Yeah, so let's get this done. Yeah, so let's <laughs> get this done. Yeah, Jared, what have you been doing? Um, I don't know. Not going to Nick's party. Boo. What was your excuse? I didn't have a good one. I, I was going to go to Philly, but it fell through. What are you going to Philly for? I feel <laughs> like, Nick, you have like a group of friends, yeah. and then you have other friends. That's true. And I'm not part of your no, group No, I have multiple groups of friends. Yeah, no, that's kind of the thing that's interesting about birthday parties is because often it'll be like all your friend groups kind of smash together, and it's usually really weird. Phil got along well. Yeah. Phil got a, along, along well this them. weekend. For they, don't, they don't like me. No, I'm sure they like you. Oh, no, they like I me. They're very I, friendly. They like me. I like them. I just didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> They're all very friendly. I don't like people that are not friendly. <laughs> it's true. I like some people that aren't friendly. I think. Uh, yeah, I have a few of those. But I'm not very. <laughs> am I friendly? Yeah, he, yeah, you're very friendly. Yeah, relatively. I'm gregarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll say kind of. <laughs> yeah, um, you're not friendly to all groups. No, <laughs> no. Not that you're racist. But no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you want people to be at a certain level. Oh, you mean like I don't like dummies? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's definitely true. Yeah. I like some dummies though; they can be entertaining. They're entertaining, yeah, yeah sure. Um, uh, what have I been doing? Did you go to Philly? Nope. No, I was gonna go and then I didn't go. I just been kind of chilling. I've been working on a, a big comic script and um, a uh, big comic script. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I got some stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Can't announce it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's Be- not an oh, being it's a writer, exciting. like a, a lot of my friends on the internet and stuff are all artists, and it's they they get to like put up pictures of their sure. stuff, and everybody's like, "You guys are great. Everything you do is fantastic." Mm, that's true. And then um, I just like toil away and write a script <laughs> for forever, and then uh, the comic gets posted, and everybody's like, "The art in this is great." <laughs> I, I got a few offers from Marvel and DC and Dark Horse. Man, I want to write a Marvel. I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to do it. Yeah, 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 it's just not worth it. <laughs> yeah, um, but Kevin, you could probably do that. Five times and get paid five times while they're doing one comic. Yeah, that's true. Just saying. Um, they're they're payoffs. Hey, <laughs> I'm making a lot of money. That is not true. No, comic um, books. Yeah. Uh, so what what have I been doing? I don't know. I put uh, 
uh, my comic, Mutant Punks, up on Gumroad. So you can buy a PDF yeah. of that now if now you're a listener of available. the show. Yeah, so uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Oh, Seems like a smart thing yeah. to do, right? <laughs> I might do the same tomorrow. We'll tweet about it as well. Yeah, yeah hopefully uh, Gang War will be up there soon. Um, and uh, they're available. You working stores. Nope. No. Working on his comics. Uh, I could probably help you put it. Do the Gumroad thing. Um, I'll figure it out. Besides that, uh, I watched a couple movies. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I watched the movies. I've been watching more of uh, Boardwalk Empire. So good. Oh, I'm always playing video games. I'm playing Shadows of Mordor right now. There you is go. it great? It's pretty it's great. incredible. <laughs> so is it like you're playing bad guys? Uh, no, you're Aww. playing... Um, I don't know a lot about the Lord of the Rings mythology and stuff. But, um it's, it's a I, Get out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But basically, um, it's you're fighting orcs. And there's this really interesting system in it where... Um, it's called the Nemesis system, and there are like these four war chiefs, and then they have people that are under them that are captains and stuff, and they war amongst themselves. And if you take out the captains, you get bonuses and things like that. But if you try to take out a captain and you fail, if you meet him again, he'll remember like yeah. that that you guys fought before. How close and talk it, to you. does it adhere to the Cimmerian? <laughs> uh, it might be during that time period. I know it's during like some. What about the actual... Lost Tales? Oh, I've no so more like the Huron stuff. Hill buddy. I have no idea. <laughs> um, and Hobbits. Yeah, that's about it. Been Hobbits. reading some comics, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, comics. Yeah. Watching some TV I've been catching shows. up on comics, too. I've been catching up on Korra. Legend of Korra. I need to watch it. It's a great show. I'm only on season two. I'm on season three. I started the first episode. Uh, I watched the first episode. That's all. The first season, I did not love. It's good. But, yeah, I didn't love it. I mean, yeah. So that's what we've been doing. I think this is going to be a short podcast. There weren't a lot of new comics out this week. No, no. But, but there's there was, a lot of news. But there goes was in, goes in cycles. Um, yep, there was a lot of news at a New York Comic Con. Coming down the wilds from New York Comic Con. This just in. A lot of news today. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We got a lot, a lot of news. So the first piece you, of news you is kept actually... sending updates all week, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. The first so piece much. of news is actually not from Comic-Con. Oh. But happened shortly after. Uh, Robbie... Robert... Uh, Robbie. Robbie Downey. Robbie Downey Jr. <laughs> oh, that would be the Robbie best. Downer. He announced that... Uh, well, we talked about last week where he, he we thought he might be down for Iron Man 4. Yes. Or not. Yep. Yes. But he's actually signed up for Captain America 3. That makes no sense. Uh, because they're doing a Civil War. Does that make more sense now? Is he like the British? Yeah. 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 I don't get so it. So it's uh, Iron Man, Captain America, Civil War. Uh, I don't know exactly what that entails, but I like it. Huh. Yeah. We'll see. That's pretty interesting. I like that he's signed on to be a, like one of the main characters in that movie, which yeah. is, is pretty cool. And seemingly, the first I mean, time, depending on you know how you lean politically, a uh, bad guy. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is. Uh, Do you think people read Civil War and they thought like Tony Stark was the good guy? Like some people, probably. Some people. Yeah. yeah. I think that's interesting, though. I I, I was probably on the fence. I no, was like, no, really? Equal. Yeah. I mean, they definitely set Cap up as the good guy, but uh, there's some good points to both sides. So. I mean, I think within the Marvel universe where there are like villains and heroes, I'm definitely on Captain America's side. I think if it was like our universe and a bunch of people showed up and they had superpowers, I'd be like, I want to know all their identities right, right now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, good yeah. point. But that's cool. I mean, that's a that's almost like getting a third Avengers film before Avengers yeah. three. You know, yeah. it's like in between. Um, another thing, uh, Warner Brothers at the same time unveiled all their DC Comics film slate. Here's the worst part about that. Okay. Why didn't they do that at Comic-Con? Why didn't they have a Comic-Con like panel where they were like, here are all of the movies we're going to do? Because even after that, they announced like some of the actors that are playing the characters and stuff. I think maybe that the, 
the comic companies weirdly don't look at New York Comic Con in the same way that they do San Diego, like well, where it's a big yeah. news week uh, for them. But also, I think that's changing now. Did because you hear that New York Comic Con had a bigger attendance than San Diego? Yeah, it was like that's 150,000. Was say, they had 151,000 yep. attendees. Yeah, which is uh, pretty crazy. Amazing. Which is more than, yeah, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego but, caps out at 120, which is yeah, still so ridiculous. Also, we're, uh, Warner Brothers avail- unveiled all this stuff at their investor meeting. Oh. Which is more important to them. Very telling. So the first thing I see on here is that in 2016, Batman versus Superman comes out. Is that later than it was originally going to be? Yeah, it was supposed to be 2015. Okay, yeah. It was supposed to be like right after Avengers or around the time of Avengers. Um, Yeah, now it's at the time of Suicide Squad. Well, Suicide Squad is also coming out in 2016. <clears throat> which is kind of weird because there's been no announcement of any cast or director or anything. Um, and that's not too far away. It's two years. Um, well, yeah. it's a year and like two months. Well, it could come out at the end of 2016. Yeah. Um, and then this goes out to 2020. So 2017 <laughs> is Wonder Woman and Justice League. Um, Wonder Woman, I think I kind of I kind of got more excited because they announced that Wonder Woman is more of the new 52 Wonder Woman because Zeus is her father. So I'm hoping that the Wonder Woman movie will be more like the Brian Anzarello stuff, which will be cool. And less like, um, you know, like another any Zack other, Snyder-y thing. Any other yeah. Wonder Woman thing. Yeah. Um, and the same year is Justice League. Um, the next year, 2018, is Flash and Aquaman. And the Flash, they, they cast somebody new and it's not tied into the show, which is... Huh. I guess it makes yeah. sense for them. Yeah. yeah. Although it is weird. But also kind of like a spit in the face of the show. Like, hey, we're doing an actual Flash movie. Yeah, it's like if the show is still on in three years, like we're going to do a Flash movie yeah. that comes out at the same time that is not these characters. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but which, also it's like what you can't tie something to a TV show when you don't know if it's yeah, going to be, be around for or not. three years. Which makes you, or you end up with something like the Future's <clears throat> End month for 3D covers, oh, which was tied to a, a series that isn't very popular. Well, I mean, my thing is now... If they're doing that, why don't they just have a Batman TV show or a Superman TV show or Aquaman TV show? I mean, since yeah. they're not like – if they're, if they're a separate universe, you know, might That's as well. That's true. Yeah, so it does seem weird. I mean, how like, successful would be a Batman show be compared to a Gotham, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's also weird to have these properties uh, exist in, you know, other mediums besides comics as, like, separate universes. Yeah, it's weird. You know, Marvel has their – unified universe right. where where they can you know besides yep. the the couple companies that you know have rights to things like right. x-men and fantastic four but you know when marvel puts out a tv show it's agents of shield and it's tied into the stuff in the movies right so but that's the only one they've done right. sure yeah <clears throat> but they could do more you know yeah but it's, it's early and you know I mean, carter as well these that's yeah true. and these dc shows are popular i guess and yeah but and then marvel's doing all those netflix shows that are also that in the same universe that'll be so, interesting yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah those will be all in the same universe um and then they have, in 2019, they have Shazam and Justice League 2, which is two years after Justice League 1, which... How fast are the Avengers supposed to be coming out? Like, three years apart? Four yeah, years? Yeah, about three years apart. Yeah. And the weirdest yeah. thing about the Justice League 2 is the way it was worded. It was Justice League Part 2. Oh. So I'm wondering if they're doing kind of like a Back continuing to the trilogy uh-huh. kind of thing. Like yeah. uh, like like the last Harry Potter movie? Or like Hobbit yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. But that, that, I feel like that's a bad idea. But. And then a cyborg movie. A person yeah, that they have is Cyborg and Green Lantern. A person that they haven't even given his own comic. Um, as much as they're they've been pushing Cyborg yeah. in this new universe, you know, these guys only. they want to do the, they've done Savage Hawkman comics and they're right. do uh, Death 
somebody they do Clarion comics. Yeah, but not a cyborg comic. Yeah. Um, and then another Green Lantern movie, which um, yeah, we'll see. I think that was probably spurred on by Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I think Suicide Squad. I wonder if that's a little bit to do with Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. FYI, Guardians of the Galaxy made more money than Man of Steel. Wow, that's great. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, good for them. Yeah, um, yeah that's wow. That All right, ridiculous. And now we're on to the New York Comic Con news, which is a lot of things. Um, I will say that ninety percent of this is Marvel announcements. Yeah, I feel like Marvel was the making the most big announcements at Comic Con. Let me tell you, the only DC announcement for new comics things are they announced the uh, Wonder Woman seventy seven, which I think is cool on the, the TV heels show. of yeah, on the heels yeah. of so, uh, Batman so, yeah, Batman sixty six. And yeah. so uh, you know, the Wonder Woman TV show started in seventy six, but that was all the Nazi fighting stuff. Oh, really? Because the first season of Wonder Woman takes place in World War Two. What? Yeah, and no then idea. and then it flashes forward, huh. um, and then in seventy seven it becomes a contemporary thing. Yeah, and actually the same um, is it Steve Trevor? Is that the guy's name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the same actor plays Steve Trevor, Trevor Junior. Really? In the yeah, wow. is it is it Trevor Steve or Steve Trevor? Oh, now I don't know. But uh, yeah, anyway, the same actor plays the son Thanks, of Trevor. his character oh, uh, wow. in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. But yeah, I think that's fun. Yeah, uh, and then they announced these are all digital comics. They announced a Mortal Kombat X digital comic. Sure. Yeah, based on the game, I guess. Um, and then they announced the, the story in Mortal Kombat Nine was great. So if uh, you know Ed Boon is still the the runner of those games, I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And then uh, Fable's Wolf Among Us comic, which is the weirdest part, because it's like, it's, is it just a straight adaptation of the it's story? An adaptation in the game? of the com- yeah of the the story in the game, but it's like by by the guy who did jack of fables huh. oh um yeah whatever the um, guy, i can't remember his name but yeah yeah but yeah that's really weird as well yeah. um but then the rest of these announcements are mostly marvel so let's go from the beginning of what i wrote down uh <laughs> marvel announced uh spider gwen ongoing by jason latour and robbie rodriguez <laughs> That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. about that. I mean, that Edge of Spider-Verse comic was great. Yep, um, and this is the same team. The same creative team. Awesome. And that means that Robbie Rodriguez is also off FBP. <laughs> oh, is that true? Yeah. Um, 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 it also means that they're listening to our podcast where we suggested they should do an ongoing series with spider Gwen. <laughs> yeah, true. and, you know, the thousands of people on Twitter that right. also said the same thing. Um, and then the same Spider-World, uh, Silk, is getting her own ongoing by the Rob... Robbie Thomas, Robbie Thompson, who's a writer for Supernatural, um, and Stacey Lee. So. When you say the same Spider World, do you mean the same universe as Spider Gwen? Yeah, but no, Silk is, no, Silk I guess is from the not. regular. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But it's all spinning out of like Spider Verse. Spinning, spinning out of Spider Verse. Uh, it's all yeah. Um, yeah, Silk has a stupid costume, but hopefully that's a good comic. The new one's okay. What, where she's just like wrapped in silk no the new one's like uh more ninja-y looking oh i re- like usually she just has like yeah, yeah. a corset made out of webs <laughs> no she has a better one in this one well that's good and then they announced marvel also announced uh wolverines with an s uh weekly series oh boy it's kind of weird uh written by charles soul and ray fox but it's starring x-23 mystique Sabretooth, and dakin and i can see where that is coming from if yeah, you, you know we're going to talk about the first issue of logan legacy right this episode and uh yeah i mean um i i can kind of see where this is maybe going we'll talk about that a little bit later it's kind of weird that for them to have a weekly series about, well you know, this, aren't characters. these all weeklies that are coming isn't logan's legacy yeah, weekly yeah, yeah. So. so yeah i think it's basically just turning into an it's ongoing continue forever yeah um, and then they announced uh, Black Vortex, which is an event running through all the cosmic books. It's kind of the first big cosmic thing since all the uh, 
like Annihilation, War of Kings, and yeah, stuff. Realm Infinity. Of, they've they've done yeah. a few. Infinity's um, kind of was kind of in the regular universe. Thanos and it was in space, but it this wasn't is more like, like a, specifically just the cosmic characters, except for the X-Men. like Realm of yeah. Kings and War of Kings and all that stuff, except for yeah. the X Men. Um, but it's it ties in uh, through Guardians of the Galaxy, Legendary Star Lord, all new X Men, which is a weird one. Nova, Cyclops, and Captain Marvel. I hope Cyclops stays good after Rucker comes off the book. Yeah, I, I, I I'm loving that book right now, and John Layman is taking over, and he's good but i haven't loved his superhero stuff yeah, right so well that's not true i liked his uh detective when it started right. but yeah we'll see we'll see how that goes uh and then well there's so many marvel ones marvel announced uh operation sin s-i-n starring agent carter howard stark and woodrow mccord who is uh the guy from original sin who's dick fury replaced and they're fighting hydra in the 50s yeah that's so that's, series that's cool that's sounds fun idea. seems to be like you know in accordance yeah. with the Agent Carter show, yeah, it'll come out, out around Agent yeah. Carter. Um, they announced a Hawkeye replacement for um, Matt Fraction, Fraction. Um, starting with a new number one. It's uh, Jeff Lemire and Ramon Perez. Oh wow, which is a really good team. Yeah, yeah. that that team really surprised me. But if there's somebody who can um, yeah, sort of up. keep that tone, yeah. but also do something on their own with it, I think Jeff Lemire is a good choice. And Ron um, Perez was killing it on that uh, amazing Spider-Man Year One stuff. Yeah, it's like, so good. I love Jeff Lemire. I love all of his like original graphic <clears throat> novels and stuff. And then his stuff at DC is fun, but it some of it's okay. It still has to kind of fit into that like gloomy, right. gritty DC universe. So I'd like to. I'm excited to see him do a more fun book and see what what comes. I think of it'll it. be great. Yeah, me too. Um, next up, another Marvel announcement. They announced the Fantastic Four is officially ending. And they're doing issues 642, 645. So they're going to like the old numbering for a little bit just because it's going to be the end of the Fantastic Four. The right. last line is called the Which end is what is they did the last time they ended the Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> yep. The end is four, like the number ever. Oh, I get it. But yeah, it, um, there was a lot of crazy it, rumors though, yeah. about this. Well, I, The main rumor that I heard is like pretty common is that one of the higher ups at Marvel. Yeah. Was not happy that they couldn't get the rights back, and yeah. like, I don't want to see the Fantastic Four anymore. And they got the rights so ridiculous. Some, they got the rights to Ghost Rider back and Daredevil, Daredevil and, and Punisher. Punisher, but yeah, uh, they're never going to get the rights to X Men back. I'm sure, but no. there, yeah. there's you know they. I mean, they could. I mean, you know, if this new Fantastic Four movie tanks, they might be able to get the rights to Fantastic yeah. Four back. And, and there's talks of kind of sharing Spider Man, so we'll see. Oh, really? How that goes. Yeah, that hmm. would be incredible. that was another piece of news that's not on here, but they were talking about. Sharing Spider-Man with Sony, so that would be interesting. But I don't know what that would entail. Oh, just, would that entail like it would totally just America mean, appearing in a oh. Spider-Man movie? <clears throat> You're making me want to clear my throat. So bad. yeah, <laughs> Sorry. what's going on over there, buddy? I'm joking. Take a break. Take a break. Uh, so <laughs> oh, he's getting worse. He's getting another worse. Marvel announcement was Ant-Man, a new ongoing, which is not too much surprising because with the movie coming, the out, coming yeah. out, um, but it's. Scott Lang, who's the main character in the movie, and it's uh, Nick Spencer and Ramon Rosanas. Sounds good to me. Um, but Nick Spencer has been killing it on Secret Avengers, which is really fun and funny and goofy, and I think this will be kind of a long Oh, cool. Time. I didn't see this next item, actually. Uh, so Marvel announced a new Gamora ongoing series by screenwriter Nicole Perlman. Yeah. Who, yeah, she she wrote, like, the original screenplay for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. And uh, I've seen her out there in interviews and stuff. She seems like a super smart you like know, screenwriter. Yeah, yeah, like she, yeah. yeah it's so really it's cool. cool that she's going to be doing a comic. That's awesome. And then the biggest Marvel thing was they announced, uh, well. I'm rolling biggest, my eyes over here. <laughs> the biggest Marvel thing as like as far as event things go is Secret Wars by Jonathan Hickman. So is this Secret Wars 4? It's just going to be called Secret Wars. I know, but I mean, there's been, Basically. there was the one Secret and two. Wars 1 and 2 and then Secret War. 
No, oh, no, no but then there was I Secret there was Wars three. after that. No, there wasn't. No, was there not? No, there was just Secret War, which was the Bendis one. Yeah, yeah. Like Nick Fury. Yeah, and... with um, that was more just like really good art. Um, Who did that art in that? Brandon? No, it was, um, Salvador. No, Gabriel Delato. Oh it. yeah, yeah. But this times. is basically during the whole show, Marvel was like everything that happens in every comic is tied into Secret Wars. Because Secret Wars involves every character of Marvel's entire lineup ever. <laughs> Which is a terrible idea. So everybody from Spider-Man history, everybody from MC2 universe. I saw Ghost Rider 2099 in the promo. I saw yeah. Obnoxio the Clown, <laughs> if you Do don't remember that. Do you think is. any of this nope. is going to be coming out of like... Uh, Sort of, there, there's still some secrets we haven't learned from Original Sin, you know? That's true. Right. That characters know. I wonder if this is going to come well, out. Well, this is, I think most of this is, it, it, you know, or Jonathan, the, or Jonathan the, Hickman's kind of finale for all of his Avengers stuff. Because yeah. it's been about, you know, multiple universes colliding and yeah. stuff like that. And That's so, true. and all the stuff from Age of Ultron with all the time travel stuff kind of going crazy. And so, this will be like a big finale to that. Um, I don't know if I like that. Because I, 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 like like I don't like um, Axis. Because it's just a finale for Uncanny Avengers. Ah, but it's so good. Yeah, uh, but, but it should just be Uncanny Avengers issues. <laughs> but this will be like, I think it'll be bigger than that. I think yeah. it'll be, because the, they literally, every every show, every panel that they had, they were like, this book is leading to Secret Wars. <laughs> cool. So like, yeah. Yeah, we'll be see. Every Spider-Man, every Captain America, every Iron Man, every everything will be in this. That's fun. But then some really big news. And then uh, really big news. <laughs> um, Archie announced... Predator meets Archie. Hey, that's what we've all been waiting for. By uh, wow. Alex DeCampi. Yep. Also <laughs> been waiting. Yeah. He does Grindhouse. Yeah. That's kind uh, of a good choice. Uh, smoke and... What is that book called? Ashes. Yeah, Smoke and Ashes. But the weird thing about this is it's not like... Um, I, I don't understand why, but it's not like um, Afterlife with Archie. It's just like a regular... It's like Archie meets Kiss. Well, like Arch- yeah, or, Archie, or Archie, Archie and the Punisher. Punisher. Yeah, 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 it's not too like... Yeah, it's just going to be straight up Arch. Like, I would have liked Predator that. comes to yeah. Riverdale. I would have liked the t- in the tone of uh, Afterlife with Archie if yeah. Predator is like killing all the or like or like Archie cast gets like stranded in a jungle somewhere. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be into that. Um, I'll just write that and put it online. <clears throat> there you go. And the last piece of news: Sony PlayStation showed the first trailer for Powers. Did you guys watch? Which this? I did not watch. You guys didn't watch this? <laughs> nope. Yeah, let's pause this and watch it and then come back. Uh, no, no. All right. <laughs> was it good? It was awesome. Cool. It was cool. Uh, it's starring, um, what's his face? Uh, from District 9. Powers Booth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Shalto Copley? Yeah, that sounds good. That's his name. Yeah. But it, it looks pretty red. Sounds good to me. Cool. That's uh, a that's lot of news. That's all the news. That's all. Good grief. Uh, but there's probably more, but yeah. that was all the... Kind hey, of if you got any scoops, <laughs> some news scoops, <laughs> scoops. send in a podcast at com. Uh, and that's also where you can send your questions you guys want to answer. A couple questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. What? Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I guess a news thing we forgot, too, is DC announced they're doing um, a Batman Lego movie by the same people that did the Lego movie. With oh, like right. Will Arnett as Batman and stuff. That, yeah. So that'll be pretty, pretty awesome. Cool. That was good. All right. So uh, we got a couple questions here. The first is from Michael. He says, hey, guys. Hey. Uh, while I was catching up on American Vampire, I realized something. Skinner Sweet has a really cool name. <laughs> uh, subsequently, I was catching up on Future's End and got reminded that there is a character named 50 Sue. And forgot just how lame that name is. So I, I wanted, I was wanting to know what characters, in your opinion, had the coolest and or lamest names in comics. Uh, thanks for making the most comprehensive comics podcast out there. 
Michael K. Thank you, Michael K. Yeah. So You're what do you guys welcome. think? Who's got a who's got a terrible <laughs> name? Or who has a cool name? <laughs> who's got a terrible So when I was a kid I thought Havoc was like the coolest name. Havoc's ever. pretty great for yeah. thirteen. I thought that was pretty awesome. Um <laughs> as far as terrible names, I always find it funny people are we where doing, wait, are you doing code names or like real names? I mean I think just any name okay. in comics. All right, all right. You know, whether it's uh, Wyatt Wingfoot. <laughs> or <laughs> um i was i was some people who had like really um like uh evil sounding names that are actually like their names they were born with are really funny yeah like uh you know like sinestro, sinestro or atrocitus despero yeah. yeah it's like you're born as sinestro like you're gonna be a, not yeah. a nice guy it's just not gonna work out for Got you some expectations um and then you know it's it's funny some of the people that maybe have the worst names are just things that we're really used to like captain america is a pretty stupid name yeah, <laughs> but yeah. we, but, but it's just been around for seventy years, so we're like, hey, that's you know Captain America. We just know who he is. Sinestro is a pretty stupid name too. Yeah, um, it's like uh, Sinestro. It's like you think of like the name of uh, movies, right? Like it's the most old timey thing in the world, but it sounds so normal to us now. Right. It's true. Like it's more archaic than talkies because mm-hmm. yeah. it's just pictures that move. That's true. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Who, what do you guys think? Who has, well, a, who has an awful same, name? Like novel. It was a novel concept to have writing in a, you know, 300-page thing. There you go. So novel and movies are our least favorite least comic book favorite. characters. <laughs> uh, or right there, comic book. These aren't funny anymore. They're not funny strips, you know? It's yeah, like, some of them are funny. Oh, some. Not like, uh, one of the greatest names is Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon. Uh, you, get, you get everything you need in that name. <laughs> as a rock, raccoon with rockets. Uh, Ragman is a pretty stupid name. <clears throat> Okay. This costume's made out of rags. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, I don't know who's got a who's got a terrible name, you guys. <clears throat> Who else? I told uh, you about this question before we even started. <laughs> no, I didn't necessarily know. Scott Pilgrim's a good name. Scott that is Pilgrim's a good name. Pretty great. Yeah. Well. Um, I don't know. Judge Dredd is kind of a terrible name. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, anybody from Star Wars has a terrible name. <laughs> that's true. Like Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> or Luke Skywalker. That's true. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> um, Thor is a pretty sweet name. <laughs> yeah, Thor is a pretty good name. Yeah, uh, I should use that one again yeah. someday. Um, so hopefully, hey. <laughs> that didn't answer at all. Yeah, I, I none of them were as uh, terrible as 50 Sue. 50 Sue? Wait, I don't, I don't even get that. That's awful. It's like she's like 52. She has something to do with 52. Oh, right. I don't oh, know. Uh, all right. Terrible. So, so uh, we got a question from Pat. Pat says, first off, love Mutant Punks. Looking forward to issue two. Yeah. Hey, me too. I just got to write it. Uh nice. Now my question. Um, when Bruce Banner is not angry, he is not in Hulk form. When Jennifer Walters is not angry, she remains in She-Hulk form. Since she got her powers from uh, blood transfusion from Bruce, I would assume they would work the same. Is this difference ever explained, or is it just comic book logic? Uh, keep up the most comprehensive podcast in the multiverse. Okay. Well, if you read the last um, few years of She-Hulk, even the last decade or so, going back as far as... Avengers disassembled. Whoa! Like she has like a, a hulkier form where she gets really angry and gets more hulkish. Um, really? So like yeah. kind of the green human? Yeah, because in uh, the strong form in the current She Hulk not... series, you'll see it too because she'll be She Hulk and then a bunch of people will attack her and she'll get really crazy and all of her clothes will rip and she'll be like more muscly. And it's been different at fight. different times because it used to be yeah. she would be a regular human and she would turn into She Hulk right when it first started. Well, um, still kind so of many times sometimes. too. Like but only some, but she's mostly She Hulk most of the yeah. time. And then Hulk used to be different too because it used to be he's changed a million times. He was like the Hulk, and then when he got mad, he got weaker or he got stronger or something like that. I don't know. Like 
It, it was the Hulk's right. been a million different things. He's but yeah, splitting yeah. the, so the current people. Hulk is he's like, been different uh, colors. The current Hulk is as smart as Bruce Banner, but is the Hulk right? But he hates Bruce Banner in the same way. Awkward. But, but he's like, there's a really creepy scene in the new issue where he starts turning into Bruce Banner. He's like halfway Bruce Banner Hulk, and he's like, "Help me!" And he like, he's like "No, I'm Hulk again." And he like transforms himself. Back. <laughs> he sounds like a great guy. Yeah, it's pretty great. Well, hey, thanks for the <laughs> questions, you guys. Uh, if you guys have questions, you can send those to podcast at bigplanetcomics.com, or you can send them to our Twitter at bigplanetcomics. Or you can send it to our Facebook, which is at Facebook. At Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's at the Facebook site. Mm-hmm. Facebook sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting worse and worse all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, we are not on Ello. We're not? I don't think so. No, no, is not. anybody on Ello? You are. Yeah, I am. There you go. <laughs> uh, Same people that are on uh, Google, G- Plus. G- Google Plus. G Plus. G Plus. G Plus. Um, all right, cool. Well, thanks for the questions. Let's do some reviews. There are not very many. Sure. We love comics. They're swell. Except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right. Uh, so we're going to talk about Death of Wolverine. I think we should talk about that last because yeah, let's, we'll, let's get spoiler we'll spoil yeah, with it. Save so, it. Yeah. So, uh, so, first, whispering. so first up this week, we're going to talk about uh, Rift by Carrie Peach. Uh, Rift. Like the fruit. Yeah. Uh, indeed. Uh, this is awesome. This is... Uh, uh, takes place in the Keepsakes universe, which is sort of a uh, series she's done. Yeah, yeah. In. yeah. And um, I, I thought Rift was really cute. It's about these two sisters who are kind of fighting with each other. And um, one of them uh, just kind of storms off and finds this little dog. It's like a corgi. Yeah, it looks like cute a corgi. Corgi-ish dog. That comes through a Rift and... Um, from like another dimension where it seems like there's some maybe bad stuff yeah, happening. Yeah, the beginning it's being chased by like some harpy looking creature. Yeah, and so it comes out and she's uh, she wants to keep it and her sister who is kind of mad at her is saying that they should get rid of it and then there's kind of some familial stuff back and forth between them and it turns into kind of just like a cute little story. Yeah, yeah but the thing I thought that was great about this is like Rift is her newest story, right? This came out of SDX. Yeah, yeah. So like Carrie's done a whole bunch of other stories with these characters. Like we said, this is one of the best like ca- uh, world building I've seen. Where if you haven't read the earlier stuff, it, there's no info dump. She's really good at like slowly hinting at what's right. going because like clearly the characters react to certain things because they've had experience with things coming through the Rift. Yeah, before. they talk about Rift, and then like, yeah. s- somebody shows up who's like kind of like a almost like a dog catcher, right? But they have like a a thing that tracks like energy from rifts and they're trying to find like creatures that have come to this. right but it's not like i've got my rift sensor on me and i can detect you have a dog you know it was right. like it's not like, like yeah they, like There's they would no have conversations where like oh something different's come through the rift you know it's like I, I just thought that part was great especially like not having read a lot of our other stuff i thought it was handled yeah really, it feels really well. very it feels very lived in and it yeah. just um there's no exposition yeah if and, and it, it's uh yeah i think it's a really well realized universe and it's so uh, because you're not doing all that stuff of you know establishing what this what right. the rift is and what this is and what this is you you can kind of concentrate on the characters and, telling and, story. And, uh, yeah. yeah i think the characters are fun and yeah uh, i thought this was a fun little mini comic i thought it was great yeah, yeah. and the art's fantastic Yes, and Carrie's great. super nice and awesome. Oh, that helps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Up next, we have uh, Tales of Aia by Andrea Kalfas. Uh, this was another book that we picked up at SPX this year. Um, and this is three separate stories that all take place in the same shared universe uh, and kind of all bridged together in kind of a cool way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She did a, a book called Warlow's Guide to Magical History, which was kind of like a guidebook to this universe. Yeah. It's kind of like cool magical items and monsters and stuff from this kind of fantasy universe um but that was just it It was like a guidebook there wasn't like much actual story to it and this 
uh, I think, takes some really good elements from that and creates a nice magical fantasy world out of it. Yeah. Um, and some of the stories flow very nicely into each other where literally it's like... I guess it's four stories. From one character's point of view, and then, you know, they're captured by another character, which shifts to their point of view and tells the next story. And then some just cut to others. Uh, my but f- I, I love, like, even though the cuts that are kind of separate, like, yeah. one is just, like, the story ends with these, like, warbirds flying through the yep. air, and it just flies over this little sleepy story. Yep. Uh, which which was my favorite actually the story Saturn in the middle which is mostly about a girl that wants to buy a record at like yep. a flea market yeah and um, she can't get it and then her friend uh, sort of to comfort her offers a really sweet gesture yeah and it's, it's just it's really, great. I like how really this kind story. of like sweep through the world and kind of like dove in and out of little parts of it and how they all kind of it shows really good disparate elements that all fit together and in her the art world is phenomenal yeah she's so good yeah and. and uh, is she Greek? Yeah, name is like sounds Greek. So I I throw <laughs> you can claim her if you want. I'm gonna throw out a shout out to Greeks. There you uh, go. Hey, there you go. Greek. If you're Greek, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, if you're not Greek, still cool. And I could see other things happening in this world. Uh, yeah, honestly, th- like the, the I think that was the best part is it. It really felt like moments in these characters' lives that were told nice short stories, but could have been continued on very easily. Yeah, I mean, for- it kind of starts like uh, in the middle of a scene where two characters are robbing a, a, dungeon. Tomb or a dungeon yeah that yeah. those dudes were hilarious i love them I and i thought them. the last page hinted at maybe some yep. other stuff that's gonna right. happen so i thought that was cool too uh yeah so that was a, so awesome so a really awesome book yeah there's always tons of great stuff at spx and those were two of our favorites this year for that's sure true. um all right up next we have uh edge of spider-verse number five this is written by gerard way who uh wrote so. umbrella academy and uh, True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys, and is the singer for My Chemical Romance. Yeah, and uh, the art in this is by Jake Wyatt, who uh, does a, a webcomic called Necropolis. He also drew, uh, he's drawn some stuff here and there. He drew uh, the all-new X-Men annual that was part of that uh, Dr. Octopus crossover. Oh, right. That was awesome. Uh, or maybe he drew the Hulk one, but still. Uh, and uh, yeah, he is a really, really good artist. And this is about uh, a future mech version of Spider-Man, just yeah. called Speeder or Spider. Uh, SP slash DDR or something. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty awesome. Uh, so again, this is the Spider Verse thing is trying to set up all different ways that a spider type character could have developed. And this one uh, is a young girl who drives this mech suit and Peni. Her name is yeah yeah. Uh, the thing I or thought... Penny, I guess <laughs> Peni. No, it's P N I is her name. Uh, Pina. I, I think it's Penny. Penny, Penny yeah. probably. Uh, but anyway, the thing I thought was cool about this is that she's kind of one like. This is a world where the good guys have managed to keep everything kind of under control in a very nice, you know, like they're not super villains overrunning the place. Like most of those guys are in jail and stuff. And it was and just she's like, like a legacy character. Yeah. Because like her father was the first kind of, or not first, but he was the last. Yeah. The one who kind of developed spider. it, helped develop it up. And it's uh, a really awesome. Yeah. Soup. It seems very this, influenced by like Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, the thing I loved about this is that. Not only is it like kind of like a younger girl inside of like a big mech, huge, of, yeah, not huge, awesome but like <laughs> not like, huge, but like like Hulk size, yeah, like yeah, triple the size of a human size, but also that her co-pilot is an actual spider, yeah, uh, oh which yeah, is that was incredible, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I loved uh, the there's a you know a, a kind of a cameo by a different version of a Spider-Man villain, a different version of Mysterio, Mysterio yeah, that was pretty great, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought the whole thing was cool. Like the Spider-Gwen series, I'd love to see this get an ongoing, yeah, for sure. But I guess we're probably going to see this character in the main Edge of Spider-Verse yep. uh, comic as well, starting up soon. Yep, so uh, I'm getting more and more excited about that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, after Spider-Gwen and this, and this um, and, yeah, and Peter Porker just. 
Yeah, they, they got so many well, great Peter characters. Parker appears in this, yeah, which is uh, always which is, great. Which which took it over the top for me. <laughs> You're just hoping like, Goose Rider is going to be. Yeah, in, uh, right. in, yeah in I was fight. enjoying this. I was like, this is pretty great. And then like Spider Ham showed up, and I was like, all right, this is the best comic I've ever read. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to talk about Death of Wolverine. So if you don't want to be spoiled about the end of Death of Wolverine, you might want to turn off the podcast now. And we'll miss you. Yeah, we we will miss you, but it, you know it'll be okay. Spoilers. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, yeah. So Death of Wolverine number four came out. And uh, you know what? Wolverine actually dies in it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, I feel like that was a big like. People were like, "Is he really going to die?" Yeah, yeah I, I was. There was a theory I had that well, it was that Wolverine would die, but not Logan. They had mounts, announced so many spinoffs already. That yeah, it was kind of like, are they actually going to kill him in this one? And then so. there was also, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people got burned by Batman R.I.P. True, uh, where Batman did not die at all. Um, so uh, yeah, but no, Wolverine actually dies in this. I like that this is all coming kind of full circle. So at the end of the last issue. Uh, in issue three, Wolverine comes, uh, he confronts uh, this guy, Cornelius, Dr. Cornelius. Or he's about to. Or he's, he's about he's, to, yeah. He's, he knows now that he's Who's behind been, all of it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yep. And Cornelius is the guy behind the whole Weapon X program. And I was like, who's Cornelius? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, he weirdly looks exactly like Old Man Hawkeye from Old Man Logan. <laughs> uh, so but then I realized almost like on page one or two that who this guy was. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's just kind of a Wolverine in, you know, the lab where he was, you know, his adamantium was laced into his He was made into Weapon X by Cornelius. Yeah, and Cornelius wants his blood because of his healing factor, but, uh, oops, Wolverine doesn't have a healing factor anymore. That was a great scene. Yeah, I Um, I love that Cornelius is just like, oh, whatever, I don't know. (laughs) I kind of just screwed up. Um, Yeah, he's like, he, Wolverine cuts himself, puts his hand against the glass, and it doesn't heal, and he's like, what's going on? Uh, so he yeah, has a lot of great moments. And then uh, as Wolverine's kind of destroying this facility, he, uh, gets quote, he gets coated with, uh, adamantium. Yeah. Well, uh, it ends up the whole story. Like I like the thing I liked about this the most is that all these issues kind of go through different aspects of Wolverine's history. Sure. You know, it you starts through, uh, like America and then Canada and then Canada, Japan. Like, then it goes to Japan and then Madripoor. Yeah. And now it's um, kind of like his origin, like as as Weapon X, and I like that it tied into his origin, and that uh, he he kind of died stopping um, like more of him getting made. Yeah, so basically, true. Cornelius yeah. is like trying to make more like Wolverine kind of weapons, um, and you know, Wolverine stops it at the last second after like almost already being dead. Um, but the only way he can stop it is by smashing the tank of adamantium, and that. You know, the process of smelting that or whatever is very difficult. And it's just like pours all over him. And he's slowly dying, but he wants to make sure that no more Wolverines are going to get made. So he, he follows Cornelius the roof and finishes him off and then just kind of willingly gives himself off. But there was a great line where he's like, Cornelius is like, what have you done? You're just a killer. Like, you have nothing. What do, what do you stand for or anything? And then you see all these kind of like uh, images of like his memories. Yeah, like yeah. flashes from his life of his people who he's helped. And and the great yeah. stuff that's happened throughout yeah, his like life. Kitty Pride and, yeah. you know, um, Mariko. Is that? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And when he actually, you know, finally dies, he kind of gives himself up. He's just like, it's it's very like melancholy. Like he's like, it's not like sad, but it's like. It's sad. It's, a, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. Yeah, like he's yeah. like, I did. You know, I finished. I stopped yeah. this guy from doing yeah. making more Wolverines. Well, I, I, I like that it all came very full circle. It was like yeah. you know, this was kind of the thing that made him into Wolverine. But at the end, you know, and the, kind of this thing that's protected him all the time, this adamantium, right. is the thing that kind of finally 
puts him down to. Um, yeah. yeah. The thing I, I liked was that it wasn't like people were like, oh man, like we have the, uh, people are like, Sabretooth has to kill. You know, it's like everyone's kind of like, oh, who's going to kill him? <laughs> exactly. It's not but, like that typical kind of epic no, it, Wolverine. You, you expect Wolverine to die in like some crazy battle with like right. a million ninjas. Exactly. And, like, but it was more personal. It was That's very I, like. But it wasn't that. It wasn't that he was defeated. It was that he sacrificed himself. It, so it was like a heroic death rather than being defeated by an enemy. Yeah. Which I thought was perfect. And it was, yeah, it was very, very good. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are like, like brushing this series off because they're just the idea of like, killing. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, people die in comics and, and he's just going to come back. Probably come back. Yeah, but like, I, t- to me, it's like, who cares? You know, it's like, if it's a good story, which I thought that this was a good story. Me too. And particularly a very good ending. Um, that is incredible, yeah. Yeah, then it's, you know, then it's something worth it's, reading. It's, it's more touching than any superhero thing I've read in a while. Like, very, like, I don't know. It was, it was very really affecting. Well handled, like, yeah. I, I felt the journey through, like, Wolverine's kind of life and his kind of... It, I don't know. It was it was just so bittersweet. Like, I was like, this is great. This is, like, the perfect ending for Yeah, Wolverine. and sometimes deaths in superhero comics are the things that can bring that out, I feel like. Right. You know, it's like... True. It's still... Even if Wolverine's going to come back, it's like... It's still in the scheme of things. It's the ultimate sacrifice yeah, the, that you can this make. This series summed yeah. up everything they made Wolverine awesome. Yeah, I think the last death that was sort of this effective, even though it didn't last long at all, was uh, when Johnny Storm died in right. Fantastic yeah. Four. I thought that was really well that done. That was really good. Particularly the issue after where... Uh, you know, um, Spider-Man, like the Reaper where Spider-Man's talking and, to Franklin Richards right. about how he lost his that, uncle, too. That insight was the best. Yeah, uh, I was so like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's Death of Wolverine. And so that spun out into uh, this thing called A lot of stuff. Death of... But the, the <laughs> one that came the out this one. week yeah. was uh, Death of Wolverine Logan Legacy, which was also by Charles Soule. And... Um, it felt a little rushed. It did. Well, the art did, especially. The art was the not was a awful. good choice for this. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the art in this is by Oliver Gnome. And... Uh, yeah, I, so I think I, I kind of like, you know, we talked about this Wolverine series that they're announcing. So the main idea behind this is that, um, it's kind of a rumor that Wolverine is dead at this point and somebody is gathering up all these allies of Wolverine and, uh, kind of, or enemies or yeah, just people parts of Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's X 23 and Dakin who I did not realize was alive again. And then, uh, and Sabretooth. Yeah. And, uh, so it's basically the team that's going to be this Wolverine's team. So we'll see Wait, where it Death goes. Strike. Did we say oh, yeah, and Deathstrike as well, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see where it goes um, because right now it's kind of a mystery. It's a seven-issue weekly series, yeah. so I don't know. But I like the story so far. That I'm, I'm it, not... t- it loosely ties into the Death of Wolverine because it's kind of like some of these. I feel like I would have liked a week. Yeah, like yeah. some time to, to kind of. I would have liked it in. no more Wolverine stories for at least like five years, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then this comes out. Uh, I don't know. I like the idea of like his death being a rumor and stuff. I, I like just it's think written yeah, all right. It's, cool, it, it's written all right. It's Charles Soule who wrote the other one, and but it just seems like yeah, it seems unnecessary. There was a lot of like, um, don't forget to read this upcoming issue. There's a lot of that. Oh yeah, that was weird. It was that like was weird. <laughs> yeah. well, it was every like, panel was like. Yep. Hey, check out this story in yeah, like Logan's Legacy up. number two yeah. or number five. Dakin shows up and he's like, oh, how did I get here? Find out in issue three. Yep. And, and then like, X-23 shows up. Find out how she got here in issue two. So it's very obviously going to be all the issues after this are going to be leading up to this. Yeah. Right, and flat then flat the fast. Wolverines thing will end up coming out of that. And it's kind of like, okay, well, now that I yeah, know we, I'm we got at the it. end game yeah. of this already, I don't really need to see how all this happened. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Still, I'll I'll read the next issue. But that being said, yeah, Death Wolverine, the main miniseries, is fantastic. The art is great throughout. Yeah, McNiven was great. We didn't really talk about McNiven too much, but... 
His art's great. great. He's, really a, he's a really good Wolverine it's, artist. It's yeah. equal to his like uh, old man Logan art. I think so. Um, yeah. yeah, it's better than some of his other more recent art. Um, it's better than Nemesis, which was good but not great art wise. What was Nemesis? The Mark Miller one. Mark Miller one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Miller. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Um, what he, he did something else after that, but oh, either way, like his art looks much. Yeah, better. his yeah, it just seems very um, polished and yeah, it was just really well done. And he he said this is like his dream job. He's like, oh yeah, is, that's awesome. I love drawing Wolverine, and this is the most amazing thing I yeah. could ever be asked that's to draw. True. That's true. Yeah, to me, says the same thing. To me, as as much as people like sort of, you know, it's it's maybe like uh, people are rallying against the idea of this comic right now but i think in the long run it'll uh be looked at as one of the better wolverine stories and it'll be up there with like you know the claremont wolverine and enemy of the state and um old man logan and uh the key to this will be having wolverine actually be dead for a very long time well hey marvel doesn't have the rights to the wolverine movies either so maybe that'll happen i'm hoping (laughs) i will i'm hoping at least two or three years that's what that's what happened with Uh, thor and that was a pretty good amount of time great would be like five I think it would be more yeah, dramatic. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Also, I, I kind of have a a theory on how he could come back. Because well, the mean, way that he dies, he's like kind of become a statue of himself inside yeah. of Antim- yep, adamantium. They're, they're going to put him at the school, and so they could be like, they're going to put him <laughs> on the front of like the Quinjet or they something. They could be like, you know, oh, right when he died, his his healing factor kicked back in, oh, boy. and he's been encased in adamantium alive for the last however long it is until he comes back. <laughs> And then he comes out and he's like, oh, I've been trapped in this adamantium for yeah. five years. I mean, you know, they do all kinds of crazy stuff. They yeah. could go into the netherworld and find his soul and bring him back. I think he's already been to hell a few he's times. Been yep, anyway. a few times. Yeah. yeah, sure, why not? All right, cool. Well, uh, well this isn't the first time. Yeah. This is the third or fourth time he's died. So. It's true. Uh, all right. Well, that's it that's for this it. episode of the podcast, you guys. Yep. All right. Have a wonderful see, night. Yep. See you guys later. Bye. Yep. Bye.